Thank me later, yeah, I know what I said. But later doesn't always come, so it's... Ready? Yeah. All right, okay. let's get to it. All right, mic check one, two, one, two. We in this thing? We in this thing. We in this thing, bro. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Thank Me Later podcast. This is episode six. I am your boy, Nutty. Slow Jam Philly. You already know how we intro. Um, and uh, we, we have a special guest, and we're going to continue to have this special guest every episode. But we're going to call him Mr. Invisible. Shout out to Because Mr. Invisible. Mr. Invisible does not have a name. He has no face. He will just be there and be a voice to randomly pop in. So what's popping over there, Mr. Say Invisible? what's up? Uh, Mr. Invisible, I love y'all. <laughs> Yo. Hey, he tried to rose. So we're back with episode <laughs> six now. Um, how you feeling, Phil? Hey, I'm honestly... Like I always say to y'all, I really miss y'all every time I'm gone. Like, we're really going to start doing these more eventually, y'all. But I really miss y'all when I'm gone, man. So check this out. Before we get um, to the, because I have a feeling most people know what we were going to touch on this episode because there's been a lot going on in the news. But I'm going to kick it off with my hot take. My hot take of the day. Talk to me. Single people, stop giving out relationship advice. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear your shit. If you are in, an, if you've never been in a successful relationship or you're not currently in one that's been going for more than a month, stop giving advice to your peoples. Hey, that's really the worst. Nobody thing. wants to hear that shit. Especially the best girlfriends. Right? Like, oh, like man. it's it's used. Um, see, people don't start thinking I'll be dogging women, <laughs> but I'm really not. But it's mostly women that do this. Shit. It's always the friend who ain't never had a man longer than two weeks that want to tell her friend who's been in a relationship for a year, how to deal with her man. Listen, shut up. I mean, yeah. That's it. No, just shut up. You're (laughs) single for a reason. Don't give relationship advice. So that's just that. So um, we we are off that. And uh, we're going to touch a uh, little somber somber topic. Um, For those of you who've been living under a rock um, and haven't seen it on the news, Nipsey Hussle, L.A., born and raised, uh, philanthropist, rapper, father, husband, uh, self-proclaimed prophet, leader leader of men. uh, Advocate. I don't even know if you said advocate. Advocate for black men, black people. For life. Was was murdered. Yeah. In the streets of L.A. On his 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 block, his own neighborhood. In front of his store, in front of his, in front of his, the the corner he owned, Mm-mm-mm-mm. Crenshaw and Slauson. R.I.P. Nip. Definitely mm-hmm. R.I.P. Nip. Um, you know what? What resic? Like what I've been thinking about all week is just the impact that I think that. I mean, and I'm not from the hood. I mean, anybody who knows me, I'm not from the hood. But it's crazy though how much he resonated with me in my life, like just speaking existence into my life and motivated me to be become a better man, a better black man. And like it's somebody who you can like see is like I don't I don't know you, but you're my peer. You're my boy just because you speak for all of us. And I think that's why it hit so many people hard because it's like you could listen to his music and be like, this slaps. And even when he's talking about the street or the grind or the struggle, you could always relate that to Something in your life. Yeah. Always. And that, yeah. that was the thing with, with me. Like, when I heard about it, I was like, dang. And, and, and just the way that it happened, it was like, how could somebody, like, how can that much hate be in, some, uh, in another person to kill another person just because basically they're more successful than them and they're doing more? 
I mean, like, that's that literally is the base of it. Like, I know, like for me, I I was the crazy part is I was I was never I've never been a big L.A. rap fan. Right. Like other than Pac, Cube, and a lot of the guys that came, you know, in the '90s, I never really dove into it. But I began listening to Nipsey. Because you constantly kept posting posting them either in our group chat or <laughs> on that. on social media, and I was like, all right, let me let me let me check this dude out because I had there was I didn't know anything about him and started listening to his music, um, started doing my research on him and seeing how you know being you know growing up as a crip you know obviously that lifestyle being from Oakland you know how the hood works and and you know. If you're in a gang, most of the time it's blood in, blood out. But the way he transformed his life from not necessarily leaving, because obviously Bloods and Crips, you can't leave yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah. But to, to, to still have that essence of lifestyle while doing something positive, building your business, building your right. music, and, and wanting to give back so much to the community, how can you not? root for somebody like that how can you not be a fan of somebody like that because that his music is a small portion of what i'm a fan of right like him being good at music is just like a cherry on top on top you know what i'm saying like because once i started doing my research i was like yo you know he's meeting with lapd he's He's like trying to stop gang violence in south central la he's putting he's putting his money where his mouth is, he bought the the corner that he Back used to in. hustle right. at in order to create jobs for his community to, to literally put that's people don't realize that's putting like the taxes he pays for that business goes back into, back his, into city. his city. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So fuck the music part. His music is cool. Like that's that's no doubt about that. But as a person, if you don't love and respect that. It's something wrong with you, right? And that's what it, I mean. Shoot, that's what it, that's what hit me. Like just thinking about everything that he did, like everything that he was doing. Yeah. Like, like starting with the youth, like bringing the youth, like owning your own stuff, like black businesses. All like, you can look at that, and he like said not not that he laid out the blueprint, but in a way like the way he went about things. Again, I can just relate that to my life and like what we're trying to do, and just what my friends are trying to do, and see like how to go about things a different way. And I think that's what he did. And that's why he was so successful in bringing, like he stood for unity and respect, like mm-hmm. bringing everybody together, being cool with bloods, like being cool with everybody. He didn't, like, of, of course, everybody, I mean, everybody has problems with somebody, but for the most part, like he was trying to bring everybody together. And that's what I think was so, like, so big. And then for like jealousy, it's like your own people, not saying that this was his homie, but it's like, you really like look at life differently. Like I have this whole week, like who's really like in your corner, who's really has looking out for your best interest at heart. And, 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 and then another thing it makes me think is what makes it so relatable is the fact that I'm, I grew up in East Oakland. I've seen the worst of the worst that can come out of people from the streets. And when 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 the story broke of who it was that that murdered him and then seeing the pictures of the old pictures come out of him, of him in, in, in the, the pictures it, it's, like, it's 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 literally a non-stop story a tragic story that this the cold part is this this is the first time it's it's usually 
if you if you are successful, don't want to lead the hood, nine times out of ten, the person that either affects your business, hurts your business, or wants the worst for you is somebody close to you. And that's the fucked up part about it is because it'll make people think like, yeah, I want to be successful and get back to my hood. But at the same time, I'll get the fuck out of here because there ain't no telling who's who's jealous, who's envious. You literally don't know. And that's why on the last episode we were talking about like people who don't know you support you more than people who know you. And it's crazy because like it's like you, you would think you come up in the same ground, you come up in the same struggle. But... You, Nipsey had that amb- ambition. Mm-hmm. He had that extra will to want to go and you know do his thing and that extra push. And he just happened to be successful with his grind and his hard work. And there's people that look at that like, oh, I, I didn't, I didn't make it. We're, we were doing the same thing. We was on the same block, but I didn't make it. Like f Nipsey for like, real. That's just like why so him? Crazy to me to even think about why like, him? Why not was, me? I was never molded that way. And that's just so crazy. Like, this is a father, a boyfriend, like, a son. Like, I just thought about all those things ran through my head. And just this, like, from everything that I see in the picture that I have of him, it's just, it really just, it saddened me for sure. My energy has been off. Tragedies like this will affect us because we're fans. Most people don't think how it affects the people closest to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, we... There's no way we can imagine what his kids are going to feel, yeah. what his woman's going to feel, right. what his parents are going to... Like, that's the crazy yeah. part. Like, and it affects us a lot, outside. and we don't know him at all. Right. Like, I've never met Nipsey right. a day in my life, but it hurt me the right. moment that this came out. Because we were inspired. Like, we seen it. Like, But imagine, like you said, the people who are with him every day, the people who, who seen, seen the hard work, seen the grind, seen the process... That's that's where it it'll it it hurts ten times more because you know him doing so great and maybe so many people depending on him and for someone to you know take his life simply because and the cold part this is and this is another up scenario with it known again known the streets him being a, a crip right and the dude that murdered him. Dudes that are known as snitches get offed. Like, you don't last very long as a known snitch from the streets. Nipsey simply said, listen, you can't be here. Right. Like, you're a known snitch. Like, you you just can't be here. Like, I know you. You got to go. Because of that. Like, that was, that's as much respect as a snitch should get. Right. And the fact that he couldn't take that and just go had to somewhat prove himself by killing him simply because you couldn't t- like if Nipsey was still in his, you know, thug street days before all of this, shit, you roll up on him like that being a known snitch, you dead right there on the spot. Right. But he, you know, from reports, he respectfully told him like, look, bro. You know, I know you. You know, I know your shit. You can't be here. You gotta go. Told him to leave. Dude comes back, murders him. Like that's, you know, and I, it's it's hard to to call it the male ego, but you know, some people literally take that shit to heart and just have no other way of 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 expressing it other than to to take that type of action, and it's fucked up. I mean, that's how some people. 
you know, just come out to be, man. And it's, it's unfortunate because now we we got to go through life wondering the what ifs. Like, how far could he have gone? Right. Like, what more could he have, you know, done for the community? What more could he have done for society in general? Like, right. that was just the start, you know, building his own community. He, could, he want, probably wanted to go further. He for sure did. I mean, you know, I mean, and, and that's why his name will live on forever. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, for Forever, for sure. I mean. Like I said, in this past week, I have even looked at life differently. Yeah. The marathon continues. Continues. It's not stopping. continues. It's not stopping. It's definitely not stopping. Long um, live Nip. Long live Nip, man. Rest in peace. So with that, um, had me thinking, mm. fate. You know, most people who believe in God believe that their path is predetermined. Um, others don't. I walk a fine line of believing that uh, most know because I'm not the most religious person. I keep saying that a lot. But fate, do you believe that fate plays a role in determining how one's life goes? But that's what the, I don't know if I necessarily, because I am a religious person. I mean, of course, I'm not the most religious person, but I mean, I think, I think. Like, do you think fate and your path that God has set for you are two different things, or do you think they somewhat coexist, coexist together? I kind of think they coexist for the simple fact that I think everything happens for a reason, and I think you look back on certain uh, like aspects and certain situations in your life, and you're like, how did this happen? How did I, like, even like your, let's say my your partner, like, how did we end up in the same place at the same time? At like on this day, at this time, even when I wasn't supposed to be here, but I'm here. The moon's aligned that way, right? And I'm like, how does this like? And I always think about like, like I feel like God put me in this position for a reason. And I always like, like there's situations in my life where I'll laugh or I'll look up and be like, I know that was you, God, or, or just something that's <laughs> happened to me because I'm just like, there's no way. Yeah, there's no way that I could, I could lose. Like I can lose a job, be without a job for for months, and then I'm looking and I and all of a sudden this job just appears that just is right for me. Yeah. And I apply and I just happen to get it after I applied to a hundred jobs. Yeah. Like why this one? Like, why that one? How did this happen? Like I always think about that stuff. So I think like the path that I'm on and the path that like the direction I'm going to, I feel like God has it. Like again, God has a plan regardless of. So while I while I dive into that, I'm gonna have uh, Mr. Invisible Google this and see what comes up when it comes to the difference between fate and God's plan. Because mm -hmm. I feel like I feel like I feel like it's one and the same. But then people who don't necessarily believe in God wholesomely right. could could use fate, fate as their reasoning as to why they met a certain person on a certain day at a certain time when everything that led up to that could have deterred it just off by one millisecond things could have gone differently in any scenario you know what i mean like i feel like because of my on off relationship with with religion and church and all that stuff that i feel like fate is a is is a big thing behind a lot of the shit that 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 we deal with like i feel like 
you know, there's certain things that happen in your past that could determine the outcome for your future. I think that's fate. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, it's willed in a way that doesn't necessarily mean that God put it out there. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like God has a path for everybody, but I feel like, you know, I don't, oh, that's tough. Fate is like, I mean, if you think about, I mean, I just think about signs. Even when you're in a relationship with that, let's say that girl or you're dating this girl and she's crazy. And, and that's why I'm like, I don't know about fate, but I just feel like God God literally shows you every single sign in life. Yeah. No matter if it's bad or good, that you're, this direction that you're going on is going to work out somehow. Like, even she's crazy, like, oh, you might have slipped up. She might have accidentally thought she was pregnant. But she wasn't pregnant. And she was crazy, and you guys stopped talking. She had got pregnant and had three kids with some other dude, yeah. but it wasn't you. <laughs> like, and you're like, "Thank God it wasn't me." But it's like he was letting you know that she wasn't the one for you, and you got out of that situation. And it's just, I all, I legit always think about situations like that. Always, even like like dangerous situations where a car accident could happen, or like somebody gets in a car accident right in front of you, mm-hmm. and. You're like you're like if I would have drove three seconds earlier, that would have been me. Or five five miles per hour faster, that would have been me right there, Mister Visibly. So I, yeah, I got a good quote on this. It says, uh, "The difference between fate and free will. Life is a delicate balance between the two. Fate brings you opportunities, and free will determines whether or not you take them. Free will bring. Free will determines whether or not you take them. Take advantage of the opportunities that you're." That you're given. By fate, basically? No, it said fate brings you the opportunities. Free will de- free will determines whether or not you take them. I get it. And that's kind of like God in... So so basically, yeah. God's plan and fate seem to be one and the same. Right. You'll be shown the steps. Right. But your it's, free it's will is determined to take that path and follow right. it. Right. To meet always, your fate. That's what I always say to people. Like, I'll never blame God for any failure or any like of course i'll thank him for my success but any failure that i have i'm not gonna blame because God's you're following because i'm following his right. steps and he showed if if i fail or if something doesn't work out in my favor it's because i didn't do something or i didn't take that sign to go in that direction man i keep trying to avoid going toward like the god talk i know but it's like but it he's, in, in. He's, he's in always here <laughs> Like you are, my brother. <laughs> you are here, brother. Damn, you're right here. Like hey, that's the big homie. Listen, I'm not trying to avoid you. Okay, I promise. You, I'm not trying to avoid yeah, you. Yeah, let him know, man. But, let him know. You know, these are questions I got, man. Like I, these are just they're just I questions. Please, I, I promise you, they're just questions. Like, <laughs> don't judge me, Jesus. Please don't judge me. Like that's all it is, just questions. But but that quote though, it 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 makes it like. It kind of answers my question. Your fate and God's plan are pretty much one and the same. You're going to you're going to be shown the steps to get to where you're supposed to be and it's your choice to follow your fate or to deter off elsewhere. And that's what I I tell my students. I mean that a lot of times. Um I'm like they'll ask me a question about a girl or how come she doesn't want to talk to me or or, you know, I'm because God working. wills it so. This isn't, this isn't working. What? It's because like, God wills it so. 
because she ain't supposed to talk to her. That's exactly. Right. And that's what I'm telling her. I'm like, you're doing everything right. You're doing what you need to do, my guy. Like, to be successful, like, you're a good kid. It's like, it's not, and, and it's not like the, the kids who aren't on the right path, who got, aren't doing their work, and then it's like the, the nice kids yeah. who, who can't, don't really know how to talk to women, yeah. but kind of, but he's like, how come they don't want me? I'm she's, like, because she she's not even in that mindset right now. She's even, not following her path. He, yeah. Even one a nice guy. Yeah. Like she doesn't want a nice guy. Young she, girls, they just want the... She's not following her path that talk, God is leading. Talk, to. Brother Danny. That's talk, all Brother Nettie. That's all oh, I'm you give preaching you. now. That's it. Oh, That's all preaching. I'm give you. That's it. Preach it. But yeah, so, okay. Fate, God's plan, seems to be one and the same. Never blame God so, for your failures. I'm going to stay. Just don't. I'm going to somewhat stay on the straight and narrow and... and Keep following the breadcrumbs mm -hmm. because I feel like that it's taking me to where I'm supposed to be. That's it. My fate wills itself. There will always be. Don't ignore the signs. I really, I really live by that. Don't ignore the signs. Yeah. Whatever they are, they there will be something, and you'll see it light. You'll see it light as day. You'll see that. Don't ignore it. I'm gonna. I can attest. Phil lives that every day. Don't ignore. I it. try to. I don't. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I'm. I'm still a work in progress. <laughs> I'm going to get there one day. Don't trip. He ain't through with me yet. I'm going you know? <laughs> to get there one day. So it's all good. Um, so uh, before we started recording, um, you you had, you had mentioned something about communication with uh, with your partner and all of that. Run, run it by me one more time. What was it? I mean, communication is big. Sorry, I was saying Johnny Gill, I get carried away. Sometimes. Yeah, it's like not focused at the moment. <laughs> so run me by communication is big to me, and I was thinking about like even I mean, and my friend, I mean even Mister Invisible, he brought up long distance. Can you do long distance relationship? No, but even even he <laughs> said no. Keep going. But just my even my boys, they talk about it, and again like peers, students, everybody talks about like or we're just we don't as a society, really know how to communicate. And I was thinking, like, a lot of them was like, should, should we be talking on the phone this early? Should, like, should we be texting? Or, like, is it too soon for us to be on the phone? Or, like, are we, we're not talking enough. Like, how do we communicate with one another? How do we, like, is it going to work if we don't talk every day? Like, it's just, the communication is so blurry now. And I think it's because people are thinking about it so much. You want to know how to fix it? You don't know how to communicate with your person. You want to know how to fix it? <laughs> Stop texting. Call somebody. Go Man. meet up and sit Preach, down with Pastor. somebody. Preach. You, you, you dumb <laughs> this stupid generation. You fucking millennials. <laughs> I can use that word now because I ain't one of them. Because you're not a millennial. Huh? But you fucking millennials. Don't know how to communicate to nope. Like, I'm talking like 25 and under. Like, stop texting people. Call somebody. Meet up with somebody. Even, Look at them in the face. Even the 30, like, it's just. I, I just or even beyond, or even beyond I just that. Society really you, here's another reason people can't communicate. Most people can't read. Read a book. <laughs> that honestly is true. Read a book. Like, People, are, people don't know how to talk because they don't so read books. Yeah, because they're so consumed with social media, so they're less likely to even know how to communicate or have a conversation. Because they go straight to this. They don't know how to talk. They don't. Know, I, you know, I, I learned how to talk because I learned how to read. 
Right. I, we, I read books. And you talk and you converse with people. Like, they don't know how to talk. <laughs> they don't know how to talk like, to people. It's like, you, it's like I people get anxiety now. Like, they don't know how they to They freak out. Them. They, like, freak out. Like, women that you talk to or you date, they freak out because they don't. When you start sounding, and it goes with intimidation, not just women, but men and women. They're intimidated by intelligence, especially if you don't know how to do something that makes you uncomfortable, which allows them not to even want to be in that position. Watch this. I guarantee you, I, we're gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find somebody. I'm going to find a, a person 25 or younger to be a guest on our podcast. Yeah. Guarantee you, I mean, we're going to get into some deep yeah. Like talk. We're going to talk some deep, deep Whoever that guest is, I feel bad for you because you ain't going to know what the f*** to say. How to communicate what like you're not gonna know how, how to respond to what we're going to feed to you, and we're just gonna chew you to shreds. It's too I want to do this on purpose, but I, it's just too much substance, and people don't even have the the depth. I, it's really depth now. Like they don't have the depth. What are you about to do? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you said too much substance. <laughs> too much substance. That's hey, what it is. Too much substance. The, the depth isn't there anymore. I feel like, because in the dating world, I mean, if you think about just dating world, a lot of people date for short periods of time. Half the, if you are of any type of caliber or eligible, eligible bachelor or bachelorette and you have any type of substance, the reason why, and you're like a good person, half the time that it works out, I mean, doesn't work out. I don't, I don't want to say that it's not you, it's them, but half the time it it's, is it's, it's everybody. <laughs> because when you start trying to talk about life with someone or or morals or beliefs, and they they don't even know where to start with that and they're still figuring out their life, it scares them. They don't want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about what my career path is, like how I want my kids to be raised, like or or even my faith. Or, you know, like, what, you know, what are my interests? Like, what are my real interests? Like, not Instagram, not Facebook, not Twitter. But what are my real interests? Like, what am, what am, what am I about? But if, if you don't even know yourself yet or know no who, idea you who you are, are, how can you express that to someone else and expect them to just be like, yeah, like, I really love the person you are when you don't even know who the person you I'm are? I'm afraid for this generation. I'm afraid for this generation and everything mm. that follows because, like... Talking to a twenty-five or like year old or younger is like talking to a fucking brick wall. Mm. Like they stone face, like no expression, can't respond to simple questions, or you know, can't give you legit. There's no substance whatsoever in their lives because everything is tweet tweet this, Instagram this, Facebook this, or fucking text this, text that, like or an emoji. That's how people express these days. A fucking emoji, and it's really, it's really, it's really bad. I, I, I will, I always recall these situations, that, and that's when I knew, like, things were changing. When, like, back in my dating days, you know, <laughs> um, I called, uh, I called a young lady. I, I man, her. we sat on the phone for hours. But I'm saying, when no, I'm just giving you a story about when I yeah, called yeah. this young lady. She didn't answer. Then she texted me and was like, "Oh my god, did you butt dial me? You called?" I'm like, "No, I called you." And then she's like, "Okay, what's up?" I just wanted to talk to you, whatever. She's like, "Okay, well, uh, 
We can text, uh, I'm just chilling and like, what are you doing? Like, people are really scared of conversation now. So the next day, I get, I wake up, I get this message. You know what? I don't know what you're trying to do here. Like, I don't know, like, why you called me if you're being too so respectful. Like, I don't know what you want. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I'm just trying to talk on the phone to you. Right. And she's like, to be honest, I'm just not used to that. Like, I don't really want to talk on the phone. I'm like, okay, well, there's nothing else. Like, after that, I was like, okay, cool. Like, but I'm after cool. that, there's nothing else for, I. There's nothing else we have to talk about. What am I interested in? Nothing. There's nothing that I'm interested in. Right there, I just knew that there was no substance to you. Yep. No That's... substance to you. Ask a, an, ask a young lady out on a date. She said, why do you want to go on a date? Like. What do you mean? Why do I want to go on a date? I want to see you physically and talk to you, get to know you as a person, who you are. Yeah, getting getting to know women today is is a it's a fucking, it's a never ending puzzle because you won't know how to proceed. Like we know how to how we would want to proceed with it, but what you what you get off of it, you'll be like, uh. I don't, I don't know what to do with this because trying to talk to him, I'll text you. Okay, well, then I'll do texting, trying to communicate that way what you want to, what you really want to actually say, you'll get short answers back. You get emojis back. Then you just get over it. Like, okay, I'm off that. Now it's time to push on. And, and it's literally a cycle of nonsense where it baffles me how how one how relationships form and how they are able to be maintained today because of all this i would never do it like there's no way in hell i would date a woman under 30 no chance because one we ain't gonna have to talk about because you still ain't gonna know your own life yet let alone me trying to be a part of that life and understand it you don't even know it yet mm. Like how you you can't again, communi can't even yo, communicate this is not yourself just about women. We're men, so I'm I'm sharing my experiences with women because of course I don't have any with men. Yeah, so I'm sharing my experiences with women. I mean, this but the crazy it's the same thing. I don't have very few. I don't have that many male friends that are that of young that, age as well. Right. Because even right. if you you know if you go out with 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 you know with your with your actual crew. And you could bump into another crew of dudes who are out having a good time. You might want to connect and be like, yo, they, they seem cool. We can all go out have a good time. Right. I won't even do that with cats that are young because they are stupid too. Like That's, that's honestly true. Like I, 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 don't have, I don't have a problem texting people, but I'm a caller. I want to get on the phone with you. I want to see you in person. I want to sit down and chop it up, have a conversation, see what you are actually about. I don't want to tweet you. I don't want to text you. I don't want to be on Instagram all day. Like, communicate with me. Talk because, to me. I mean, it all comes down to, I mean, but that's where intimidation comes in. You can be whoever you want to be on social media. Yeah. When someone sees you and they meet you and they're talking to you, there's no screen to type no more. No. There's none of that. Like, you can't be... No fraud. You can't be a fake. You, no hiding. You gotta like really present yourself. Can't hide. And that's where that intimidation comes in. And they're like, they get. And that's why a lot of times, like, I don't know about people have went on dates, haven't went on the second one. Not that it wasn't good, but 
you realize what this person's about and realize, like, I can't even step up to their... Like, and, and it's crazy, though, because you don't ever want to say that, but it's like, people think, like, I can't even step up to their... But they don't say it, but I can't step up to their level in terms of, like, yeah. I, I don't have that yeah that in me. Like, that's just not me. And it's and that's why the, a lot of times you get an excuse about, oh, I'm just focusing on myself right now. Which is the or, biggest piece I'm of excuse <laughs> ever. Just anything. And you're like, huh? But it's like they just don't, I mean, they don't have that level of capacity in their, I like, mean, and it's sad to say they don't have that capacity to even go in depth with you about a certain topic or about who they are because they don't know who they are. Yeah, like it, people will throw the most excuses at you if they don't know how to communicate with you. Like they can see that you you are an intelligent person who can who can vocally speak and hold a conversation and want to naturally do that and they'll know themselves that if they can't then they need to get out they need to come up with an excuse oh yeah well you know i'm not i don't really want to date right now i'm focused on me i'm doing my thing or you know or oh i'll i'll shoot you a text or some bullshit or oh, i'll dm you or some shit like that like no those people just simply aren't on your level intelligence is scary it's a scary, it's a scary, scary thing, thing. And that is another reason why I'm just afraid of this new generation because they lack a lot of intelligence. I'm sorry, but you millennials are pretty stupid. <laughs> pretty fucking stupid. It's just, it's sad. But anyway. Um, tech savvy, though. Tech savvy, though. Yeah, y'all can go get that money with, with, with the tech stuff, but uh, can you use it? Mm-hmm. Can you call somebody? Use a phone for what it's actually for. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. All right, that's my last message on that. Let's close this episode out with a top five. What you got? What top five you got? I need something. What we got? Give me a top five. Um, top five singers: Slow Jam, Philly, Slow Jam, Philly, Slow Jam. Nah, I really don't have. I really do got vocals though, but that's not gonna be my top five. Yeah, we never I'm gonna share to that. Um, I mean, we were discussing black movies. Black movies. We could think of top how five deep. Black. How like because because Mr. Visible mentioned like there's there's so many subtopics. You got black rom romantic comedies. You got black comedies. You got black dramas. You got, I mean, how do we generalize it? You just want to throw some out there? Yeah, I mean, top five. I don't want to say that impacted you, but that I mean, top five black movies that you remember that like that just a, had an effect. A certain scene or something like, or a certain part stood out to you, even if it wasn't motivation motivational but just like well see we gonna have some common ones which i'll, I'll cool i'll still throw i'm gonna still throw them up in the in the graphics right here um we both agree on the wood the wood of course big I time influence i still remember going to see that in the theaters with my peoples you feel me? <laughs> uh the best man another one that had an impact uh heavy um mr visible doesn't agree on this one but we said the brothers yeah, I really liked it. I liked it, but he thinks that I it was like a knockoff of the wood. Like, oh, I like When he says brothers. it, I kind of, th- I like it, but it's, it makes you think a little bit like, yeah. Yeah, yeah they made we that seen money this. off the first one. We've seen this, <laughs> right? We've seen this. Um, what else? I can go back. I mean, I, Boomerang is one for me. Boomerang was a good movie. <laughs> Marcus Graham is that dude. Man. What's the list? I mean, I would honestly have to look at off the top of my head the wood for sure. Um, five heartbeats for sure. I mean, does Black Panther? Kendall's a black movie. Mm. 
It's a newer one, so we gotta. Yeah. Yeah, let that give it some give time. Give it some time. Give Boys in the time. Hood. Boys in the Hood was a cool. Y'all said life earlier. Life, life was yes. Crazy. And Friday. And Friday. Uh, I mean, that's so. There's so many. Like you can't, you can't. But brown sugar. Brown sugar was a good one too. Ooh, Loving basketball. Ooh. <laughs> oh. We going beyond five for sure. Loving basketball, man. <laughs> yeah. You a hooper? That's your go-to. I, I mean, if I had a top three, five heartbeats would loving basketball. That's three. That's just like they're there. Other two you could juggle, I feel like. You know what I'm going to throw? I would for sure throw in my top five? What? House Party. Ooh. Easy. Just the first one? Just the first one. Yeah, the first one was, Just yeah. the first one. Yeah. yeah. First and second one. The second one was, the, was yeah. the college one was dope, but the first one was the one. Yeah. Like the third one was crazy too though. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Is that the one with immature in that one? Yeah, immature. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the first one though, where they spitting back and forth and then they yeah, that was, the yeah, dead, that like, was, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah. Dang. We had some good movies. Yeah, man. man. So I yeah. I'm gonna try we go try to I'm gonna throw all of them up there. I ain't even gonna say they that's in no particular order, but we gave you close to a top five. But if you ain't seen none of those movies, hey, go go sit down and chill for a weekend and have a good time. Because guarantee you, you're going to love it. If you ain't Man. seen none of the movies, it's, it's going to be a blessing, and you're welcome. But uh, we're going to wrap this one thank up, Thank us man. later. This is the Thank You Later podcast, man. We appreciate y'all, man. Hey, we really are y'all. out. Thank you, lady. Yeah, I know what I said. What I said. But later doesn't always come, so instead.